0: I knew you'd find us, Sylvia. Don't be afraid. You've been sent to help us.
1: I have? We're all sex addicts and we've been waiting for you. But why? Because you can lead us to an erotic orgasm we've never experienced. (laughs)
2: To queer horror it has been a minute, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. We're uh, we said we'd be back beginning of Pride Month, but we're just running. We said we'd be time. back
0: for Pride Month. We didn't say yeah, beginning you s- of.
2: You said first thing. I read Did the I? post. Did <laughs> I? Yeah.
0: Oh, oops.
2: But you know, first thing in gay time, it's fine. It's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So how you been? Nah. <laughs> yeah. That's that feels that feels about right yeah so we were trying to figure out what to do for an episode this week and it's given pride month like we did last time when we came back for pride month we figured oh we should clearly do something gay right obviously and, and something queer and it's like what's queerer than body horror so of course we went and saw crimes of the future by uh, david cronenberg the first time i've been able to see a david cronenberg movie like body horror movie in the theaters
0: oh shit uh, so. true
2: yeah, because I did see History of Violence and Eastern Promises when those came came out, but that was when he kind of shifted away from his his horror stuff. Mm, got so it. So it's really nice to see him come back. Yeah. Have you seen? I know you've seen stuff with me for the body horror that he's done. Which ones have we watched?
0: The Fly, obviously, which we've covered. Of The
2: Fly. Yeah, Videodrome.
0: Uh, yeah, Rabbit, The Brood. The Brood. I think we've covered all of these.
2: I guess Maybe the not, only one. I don't know. And we did dead ringers too
0: that's right yep
2: so i guess you haven't seen uh scanners or uh existence i have not yeah because crash out oh, count that is body not body horror body eroticism
0: body fuckery
2: yeah body fuckery yeah <laughs> um and we watched shivers you... recently
0: so i have seen that
2: yeah so so what did you think of crimes of the future
0: I enjoyed watching it. I didn't really know what to think, honestly. Right,
2: fair enough.
0: It ended, and I was kind of like, huh.
2: Yeah, I gotta say, I was a little perplexed by your reaction, because you were enjoying the ride, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, like you just said, of course, um, and then at the very end, when the credits hit, you're just like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that it was exactly what I said. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, if it wasn't obvious, we're gonna be spoiling the shit out of this movie, mm-hmm. so... Watch it before you listen to this, uh, if that's the thing that matters to you. I'm a bit uptight about that because you know when I want, I know I want to see a movie. It's like, all right, that's done. I don't need to know more about it. I'm just gonna watch right. it. Other people just really do not give a shit, and it's like, damn, I wish I could harness that energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was, I, uh, I really liked it like a lot, and I think I've uh, I like it even more as I sit here and think on it. I think mm-hmm. part of why the the ride was so enjoyable is, this was what like the third movie you've seen in theaters all pandemic. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that's, I was you, i was like Have I seen the town, movie? the
2: Northman, and
0: uh, and now crime. So is it future.
2: is it the Northman or the Northman? Like it's his last name. <laughs> I'm Marty Northman. No, it's
0: his last name in True Blood.
2: Okay, gotcha. Different character Oh sure, it was wasn't it? it yeah, totally this wasn't was. a prequel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that helped in the enjoyment of the ride, I think it did for me. Yes. And also the fact that the theater was completely empty besides us. Yeah. First time that's ever happened for me. That, that felt Yeah, nice. that
0: ruled. Like, unlike Justin Bieber, he didn't have to spend however many thousands of dollars to buy out all these tickets to take your your teenage girlfriend or whatever. I think <laughs> he did that when he was dating Selena Gomez. And to be fair, they were both teenagers at the time. This oh, he was a teenager weird, too. Like, I was just about yes. to
2: ask. It was, yes, he was a know, nouveau
0: the... riche teen. teen idol or whatever
2: yeah because you know this day and age uh, yeah no he's a married girlfriend now. doesn't mean <laughs> anything like upstanding for a lot of people it's
0: true yeah no yeah. not to be a Bieber defender I have no interest in that but that being said yeah, it's like they were like the same age it was fine yeah. this no, was like no, a decade ago <laughs> stuff that's worth dragging for yeah like, there's no <laughs> point getting
2: mad about non-issues
0: yes yeah. But anyway, yeah, that, that was a whole thing I remember. Where it's like, oh my god, Justin Bieber bought out this like t- cinema or whatever, so that he and Selena could have a private screening of, whatever. And it's like we, meanwhile, us plebs, it's like we j- we just bought two tickets to the new David Cronenberg flick at like one forty p.m. on a weekday.
2: I got a bone to pick with fucking Twitter, man. Oh my god, yes, fucking Twitter. The second I saw people be like. This is a conservative narrative. It's pushing up just like, okay, fuck you. We're, we're, we're talking through this because yes. that is that is not true. I agree. I, I was thinking this might be a stretch kind of interpretation being stuck in my own head. But given that Cronenberg literally said this himself, this is a trans movie in a lot of ways. <laughs> in a lot of ways, this mirrors trans narratives. There's a clip going around where he said it wasn't on his mind when he wrote it but it's with, uh... Wait, well, because he know, wrote it, like, 20 like...
0: years ago, he said. So, yeah, this wasn't exactly, like, a hot-button, quote-unquote, culture war issue at the time.
2: Yeah, a uh, fun way fact, it is now, when, at he, least. when he wrote it, it was called Painkillers, and it was gonna star, uh, Nicolas Cage.
0: Damn.
2: Which is hilarious, because when we are driving to the theater, I was just like, when is Nick Cage and Cronenberg gonna out? Yeah, you're like,
0: love? and I can vouch for that, that, like, you were literally, yeah. like, Nick Cage-Cronenberg collab when
2: basically yeah <laughs> um but yeah he he said that like well what's on his mind when he wrote it 20 years ago this current political moment of uh abortion rights under attack in america and uh soon to be everywhere else I trans health care under attack and like constantly healthcare. yeah he said that like the whole thing of like who gets to police what we do with our bodies and pointed to those specifically as examples in action
0: and very specifically which, like what, what can the government what is it okay for the government yeah. to tell you to do with your body can the government tell you to do things with your body or to not do things with your body
2: yeah 100 percent. and um god i was about to say something but it fell in my head oh, i'm sorry I had to take, no no it's because i took a tasty tasty sip of my oh, I thought diet it was, dr pepper i
0: thought it was because i interrupted you
2: <laughs> no, no 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 please please interrupt away um but Okay, yeah, that's, uh, he's doing the trans narrative thing a little bit. I don't think it's exclusive to that either, so I'm not trying to push that this is 100% that, but I think it's not a coincidence, that's for sure. No, there's
0: overlap, and it's, like, part of a broader narrative that, like, you could call it trans, but it's also just, like, trans is, like, one aspect of it that just seems to be the most visible, maybe, or talked about one Yeah. right now. Because it's, because, yeah, the, the idea coming down to, like, how much self-determination do you have over who you are and the body that you live in, and... Yeah. things like like that applies to so many things. Yes. Including but not limited to like be you know gender and reproduction and like the list could go on.
2: Yeah. And uh, the politics, he's pointing to the politics specifically, which we are going to get into, but I think it also runs deeper than that in this movie. Um if you haven't listened to it, I would recommend going back to our older episode. I think like episode Five, uh queer eye for the Brundlefly, fly where we talked about sorry Harper that name is such trans- a banger
0: i'm still very proud of that and <laughs> even I, though i didn't yeah, personally come up with it yeah, never, i'm never proud of it, it.
2: <laughs> but yeah so uh that one we touched on the way that these uh the trans bodies can be in uh body horror movies and mm-hmm. so that might be of something to to go and listen to again if you haven't or if you haven't listened to it so what have we got with this movie
0: um, so it opens with a woman in some kind of like, not quite post apocalyptic, but you can tell some shit's gone down and there's been some decay and whatnot.
2: I'm so glad you're doing the recap because I already forgot that part. <laughs> I would have remembered it when I get to when that comes back into the movie like an hour later.
0: <laughs> no, so it opens, you know, sets up the setting where you're kind of like, okay, it's clearly Earth. It could be, you know, not so distant future or depending on where you are, it could be the present, really. Like there are places that look like this.
2: As the movie went, I got the feeling that this was uh less and less further flung into the future than uh Totally. I felt it would be like right off the jump.
0: And there's a woman with her son and her son is like a fucked up little guy.
2: It's a fucked up little guy. We start with a fucked up little guy, and I love that for us. We
0: do. He's, uh, I mean, he's, like, digging around in the water, and she's like, don't eat anything you find out there,
2: and so... I, I thought he was panning for gold at first.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, she just doesn't want him to, like, I don't know, eat some weird little, like, ocean bugs, because the ocean's polluted, or, you know, some kind yeah. of, like, standard. Um, so, yeah, so I thought it was setting it up for, like, you know, the typical, like, oh, the ocean is, like, polluted now, see... The- bioaccumulation, murky, you know, whatever kind of thing. Right. Like, don't, don't eat any critters you find out there, even though you might be hungry because the present is precarious with foods. Supp- I, yeah, I thought I was going for that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Turns out this kid can just like, just likes to chow down on plastic. Yeah. Uh, he's brushing his teeth later and just starts fucking scarfing down. Okay. That's like an exaggeration. He it. just starts. leisurely yeah, he really goes to town on he's that He's leisurely biting into and chewing up their, like, plastic trash bin and just eating it. And he has this, like, white foam shit coming out of his mouth. And you're like, oh, my yeah. God, what is this?
2: At first, because uh, I didn't think the effects were too convincing there, but at first I thought it was, like, some of the worst uh, blending of CGI into something ever mm. until way later. They're like, they mentioned white saliva. And I'm like, oh, yes. okay, so it actually was supposed to be that bright. Yes. Well, I imagine if you're going
0: to be breaking down the plastic... He even need yeah, some, it, it some kind of sense. enzyme That's or something explained. to help yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah first you're kind of like oh is he like
2: producing acid he was really like... loving it just like oh yes and drooling i yeah, mean this he's... is the kind of kid that he'd go to a burrito store and be like i'll take one burrito wrapped in plastic <laughs> it's this guy this weird little guy
0: yeah so um needless to say naturally his mother smothers him <laughs> death <laughs>
2: That was hard. This movie goes hard that right That was, yeah, beginning. it went hard.
0: Yeah, with you know, who can kill a child? It's like this woman in the first five minutes of the newest Cronenberg <laughs> flick.
2: Yeah. And then she goes <laughs> even harder. She, like, calls the kid's dad. Yeah, and it's, it's like, just come like, pick
0: up what's left of your so- your so-called son.
2: His body will be here. I won't be. And you're just yeah, like, oh, bye. shit, lady. Yeah. Like,
0: she's, uh, so, yeah, I, I I take it this was not a first-time incident, <laughs>
2: Definitely, yeah. And I I really liked how they did this scene, like the performances too, because mm-hmm. she seemed so disgusted with this kid. Like, this is obviously the right thing to do. Like, she'd reached that yeah. mental point. Right. But she still was so broken up about it in a regard, but that felt so muffled compared to everything else. And I really liked how they played that. It, yeah, me too. Av- it, was, it was uncomfortable. She's sitting there all teary-eyed and like she's breaking down a little bit but she was so clinically obsessed with doing this act when it was happening
0: Mm -hmm. like it's like it it needs to be done and so yeah yeah I think with that mutedness I kind of found myself thinking like okay and with calling it like you know the thing you called your son or whatever yeah I was like okay with that level of detachment, it's like, did, did he, like, grow him in a lab and then bring him home? And it was like, this is your child now. Or yeah. was it, like, their actual, like, flesh and blood made the traditional way child? Yeah. And it turns out it was. It was. He was. Yeah. Sorry, I'm contributing to his dehumanization <laughs> with my language.
1: Ugh.
0: I'm calling Have myself in and performing a self crit. I will not do it again. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I'm learning, I'm listening
2: uh, Yeah, and so, uh, <laughs> that's the opening
0: Yeah, so that, that sets the tone for the movie And then we're introduced to Mr. Tenser, Soul Tenser And his yeah. lovely co conspirator I was gonna say her his lovely assistant But it's like, no, she's his, like, partner in crime Partner in Partner in, in crimes ways. of the future
2: Hell yeah Caprice <laughs> Yep, Caprice
0: and uh, there are a couple of performance artists who are performance artists in the most Cronenberg possible way imaginable. Oh
2: my god, that made me so happy that <laughs> that's what the performance was. I know, he just
0: but, he just leaned into it so hard. He's just like, just I have a brand.
2: We, before we get to the performance thing, one thing I loved is how they started with uh, uh, Viggo Mortensen's character, Tensor, where he's just in this weird naked lunch-looking pod. That's right. Writhing in agony kind of thing. Like, this dude's in so much pain, and they hit it so hard. And for the rest of, like, at least for the opening scene of the movie, he's never not in pain. And part of me is like, is this the whole movie? Is he going to be walking around just he's like... Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 like, the entire film. And the
0: answer is, like, kind of.
2: Kind of, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I think um, it's worth noting the pain is significant because due to some kind of change in the human genome or whatever, from this accelerated evolution, the majority of humans don't experience pain anymore. And so those who do are outliers.
2: Yeah. And their pain's all reconfigured, too. Like, that's what the bed's for, to stop the pain while he sleeps. And it's like, the bed's out of sync with my pain cycles. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's that's also very Cronenberg. That is. Yeah. Um, do the technicians come first or do they go to the registry first? I want to say the registry, but... Yeah, honestly,
0: I don't memory. remember, I think. But I think they, they right.
2: leave to go to a registry of organs. It's the Human Organ Registry. And yes. uh, actually, now that I've said that out loud, I didn't even think of this. Uh, I really love the irony of that name, given how everyone views humanity in this movie. You know, that they specifically say this is the human organ registry. Right. Like, so much of this stuff is like, are you even human anymore? Yes. Going on? Yes. Uh, but when it... they get there, I, I love how Fallout it is. I wasn't, ex- like, I seeing the trailers, I don't know what I expected this world to be. Right. Given what you, they show in the trailers, like, it makes perfect sense. But as soon as it's like, shit, this is like some New Vegas-ass shit. This is Fallout 4, <laughs> just going hard. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, and that was a pleasant surprise.
0: It was. I did like that. Um, So, yeah, with the humans no longer feeling pain for the most part, there's also this accelerated evolution syndrome, I think they call it, where certain people, including Tensor, their bodies will spontaneously produce new organs. And
2: they... I think we need to drink every time we say, that's so Cronenberg.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's <laughs> <Yeah>, true.
2: <laughs> drink. Ugh. I'll
0: stick to my water, but <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, that's good. It's like a it's, drink's uh, a drink. Noon, so I think it's probably good to right not party too hard.
0: Yeah, especially with podcasting. Got to podcast responsibly.
2: I say that as like anytime time we evening record, it's immediately Pint City. Yeah,
0: right. That's so like us.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, um, so yeah. yeah, tensor is producing these, his body is creating these new organs that um, it's unclear what the function is. Like the very first one that they address it, they realize that it's producing a new hormone because Caprice detects new hormone in a system. Right. And so, which I'm like, interesting because HRT. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's just, but if, it, cause I, if it's a new hormone, is it like a uh, like novel like doesn't otherwise exist in the body.
2: Oh, I see, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, because I took it to mean like it's doing some like human hormones, but in a way that we don't normally do. Like right, it'd and be I took like it, your lungs producing like. Um, Stuff the pituitary gland would produce.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Whereas I was like, oh, it's like because just like a new hormone is circulating in your system, and so I'm like,
2: no, that's I think that now, yeah, yeah it didn't occur to me. That's yeah. So,
0: so yeah, I, I'm. I guess with, given that we both had different possible interpretations of what that meant, it's like oh, so it's 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 ambiguous. I guess unless Cronenberg is like, no, it's this. Yeah. One of okay, you is right.
2: When we get more into the analysis, I want to circle back to that because that's actually kind of helping with the point I'm going to be making later. Well,
0: stick a pin in it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, part of the function of the registry is to register and identify these new organs.
2: Yeah. And to document uh, them. First uh, person we're introduced to in the registry is a character called Whippet, played by uh, Don McKellar, who's sort of a... Sort of the indie darling of Canada, or he definitely was once upon a time. Uh, yeah, I've definitely a seen his face sets. before,
0: but I couldn't place it.
2: Yeah, if you've watched Canadian cinema, like specifically Canadian, not just uh, we're a Canadian movie, but we're trying to be American. Uh, right. He's around in a lot of them. Like he's fantastic in the movie Way Downtown. And uh, as well as Last Night, which Mm. has Cronenberg as a cameo in that one. Hey. So there, and I think he's in existence, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, I
0: think I remember you saying that.
2: Yeah. Just because I said it, though, doesn't mean it's true.
0: Fair enough.
2: (laughs) And he He seems very, like, excitable. Like, he loves what he does.
0: He does.
2: In a very sort of just like, I'm just chuffed to be at work. Like, he would say (laughs) the word chuffed. He would. This guy's
0: just happy to be there. Yeah. Happy to be involved.
2: Yeah. And uh, we meet someone else, don't we?
0: <laughs> we do.
2: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
0: Uh, Timlin. Everybody's yep. favorite little freak of the movie.
2: An absolute freak, and I love it. <laughs> like, Kristen Stewart plays his character, like, perfectly. Yes. What a performance. So, first of
0: all, I was like, what is she doing?
2: Yeah, and she's just being like, a freak. Like, what is this
0: line reading? It's like, oh, she's being a freak.
2: Yeah. Yeah, in a way it. that I can get behind just because yes. it's, it fits so well in the world of this movie. Because everyone's does. kind of a freak in this movie. Even people yeah. being normal are sort of freaks a little bit. So, this is a sequel to the movie Freaked from 1993 <laughs> by Alex Winter.
0: <laughs> See, they've toned down the mutations a little bit, They've they've perfected their craft
2: exactly (laughs) um yeah and uh that's essentially this scene serves i guess to set up the world of the film a lot in terms of like the organ stuff that you were describing uh and introduce some more characters that come up a lot Mm -hmm. maybe yeah uh so it's after this that we get uh the performance right yeah yeah, and of course, when they're on their way to the performance, or either on their way to or just leaving it, I can't remember exactly, they just see, like, sexual cannibalism going on in the alleyway <laughs> a little bit, and it's like, ah, so we get a that's little right. bit of trouble every day in there, too. There you go. And there's so many he, crimes like, in the future. So many. And there's a dude who's watching, he's just chowing down on, on these chocolate, quote-unquote chocolate bars. They look like, like just little,
0: like, like, yeah, chocolate coat, like those, um quaker bars like these look chocolate coated in the dark
2: yeah yeah we, we find out later that there's more to it but yes uh so the performance the 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 live the the crimest crime of the future perhaps
0: <laughs> up until this point maybe
2: yeah yeah there's a lot of crimes in this future <laughs> I'm kind of sad that this. Just as a slight sidebar, that this wasn't one of those things where you could point at the screen like Leo because they said the title. Right. Like, yeah. oh,
0: what is? Yeah, a lot. Just, I, I can't even figure out how to make it a good line to, in, to like, oh, this seems like crimes. You think the, the crimes future. are
2: bad now? Just wait till you see the crimes of the future. There you go. Barrels down the camera. <laughs> yeah. So, live autopsy as performance art.
0: But like, more and more like a live organ extraction.
2: Yeah, it's the I say the autopsy because that's kind of what it's very reminiscent of. It when is, we yeah. See it? That's true. And I think part of it is they mentioned later that the unit they used, because yeah, the yeah the SARC unit is uh, is an old out, like outdated autopsy thing.
0: Yeah, and they've like reprogrammed it to be able to work on live individuals.
2: Yeah, and and they control it with this weird little jelly-looking bug that's like probably the most naked lunch thing in this movie (laughs) as far as design goes. But it's like a light bright mixed with the weird like anus bug typewriter from uh, Naked Lunch, so it rules. Also, that sentence makes perfect sense, and it's why I think you need to watch Naked Lunch.
0: (laughs) And it kind of reminds me of like a like grim dark version of the the caterpillar character from uh, a Bug's Life. Like it's just kinda like squishy and like <laughs>
2: Jesus. has
0: curvaceousness to it.
2: Uh yeah, the classic uh Dave Foley film, a bug's life FYI. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the the doomsday DJ is uh the main bug.
0: I love that. Me too. I didn't know that. My idea when that movie came out and when I was watching it, I would have had I mean I was a child, I had no idea who Dave Foley was. Yeah. But nothing I'm like, Oh I could hear his voice, yeah.
2: You mean when you were like six, you didn't appreciate? I didn't the appreciate that flick.
0: The Ant was voiced by a kid in the hall, a Canadian treasure. I really didn't. Sorry.
2: I don't know if I did either. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, so, yeah, so this live
0: like excision of the accessory novel organ.
2: And I, I love well, what it is. Uh, um i i felt this was just a little muddied at first in how they describe it because there's so much being described at this point
0: mm-hmm.
2: um when the, uh she was tattooing it in there that's right and then pulls it out with like the because they had that conversation at one point where it's just like what should my next tattoos for it's like how about something like an anchor or the word mother on a heart that's right
0: and yeah, do yeah. A nice like sailor tattoo
2: yeah and, uh, it's just this fucking weird hunk of meat. It's a new organ. Like, at first I thought it's like, do they kill him every night and then somehow bring him back? Because it looks like it just ripped his heart out.
0: Kind of. Well, yeah, because like, don't, like, or maybe I'm thinking of and of a later scene with the Sark, but I thought I remembered at one point the the, the bits, the, the knives and shit, the surgical instruments just, like, go in and then just start, like flailing around. It's like, you're gonna, like, give him internal they, bleeding. They do to an
2: extent. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it's as harsh as that later scene, but, uh um, Right, but it's, like... It goes, like, right up under his, uh, sternum, and then yeah. just yanks something out Yeah, you're the like, bro, hearing.
0: you're gonna yank a heart valve or some shit, like, gonna unplug and, uh, one of his lungs.
2: Yeah, so this sequence, uh, one thing that I think is why I do consider this movie a queer movie in a lot of ways is we find out shortly after that that this is considered the new vice and that this is illegal like it's mandated that you cannot do this you can't grow organs and then pluck them out for people to watch like these weird performances That's why you're arts. on a registry. Yeah, the performance arts of disfigure. Yeah, that's the registry. So like, you know, you can't <laughs> live near a school. Think of the children. It's, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, it's the, it's the new vice, and it's the idea that you can't do with your body what you want to in whatever way, which I Nor think can
0: your body might... do what it wants to in whatever yeah. way, because it's not... Because, I mean, they talk about... They do the whole, like, off, the, the philosophizing <laughs> about, like, well, maybe I'm willing these organs into existence subconsciously, but really, it's like the body's doing what it's going to do.
2: That's interesting, too, because that gets into the narrative of, like... I can't help it. I'm born this way, like sort of thing (laughs) versus like, I can help it. I'm willing this to happen. Right. And it's like, that's kind of cool. But, uh, these things, one of the things that I thought of immediately was sort of the, uh, underground, uh, gay culture of the eighties and like the bathhouse culture and sort of thing where it literally is these clandestine meetings of all these people to engage in this vice quote unquote, that, regular society again quote-unquote has decided is wrong it's sick it's abhorrent
0: and that's and if they're uh, even aware of it
2: yeah like i i imagine that they are only partially aware of it
0: well because uh, yeah the, i mean the, the new vice cop is like specifically like oh we're leave we're not we're keeping this part on the down low right now as to not scare the hoes i mean the public so
2: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. He doesn't want to scare the um, Yeah, and that's the scene, I think, where Timlin says the thing that got memed a little bit, where it's like, some people are into that, but says it like a little freak instead of how I most said people it. are into that. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, and uh, one thing that's also cool about this sequence, uh, cool is a weird word for it, is you mentioned most people don't feel pain, or a lot of people don't feel pain, but he does,
1: mm-hmm. is
2: the ecstasy worn on his face when he's engaging in not only is his body in pain but he's inflicting pain on his pained body and it's just wonderful for him Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i thought that was interesting but the scene that follows they're like hanging out in this parlor it looks like and um a very classy affair and uh they've got the organ on display in this jar for people to come and look at yes and uh of course, Timlin scurries up and just like leans in and and like says the, the thesis of the movie into uh, Tanser's ear, just like surgery's the new sex. <laughs> like she she is the sicko at the window. She, she is sicko. a hundred percent. She internalizes
0: um, a lot, but you know in her head she's going, "Ha, yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> yeah,
2: that's another interesting thing. You keep saying things that like you know good, good for you, but it's it's like things I thought about the movie, it's kind of opening them up even more. Hmm. Like, Because, okay. yeah, she holds a lot of shame about her proclivities, while or at the very yeah, so enamored. That's
0: what her. she projects, anyway, because, she, yeah, she's, like, you can tell she's, yeah, like, just enamored I think is the right word, but she's also so reserved yeah. and so, like, this isn't about, like, this isn't above board, I'm not supposed to be doing this my yeah. job. Like, she's very hesitant to engage, but she also is so drawn to it.
2: And then there's the scene where she's, like, a little, way later where she talks about possibly needing to turn someone into the vice the new vice squad uh because feeling that like it's like oh no that they're doing stuff that is illegal and i don't i feel conflicted Mm -hmm. and uh so i think there is a lot of shame attached to yes how she does this but she's also like so in it like this is who she is Mm -hmm. to the point that it's like she's an egg (laughs) <laughs> she's 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 an heck <laughs> yeah she's tensor to um, crack it well she also tells tensor it's like i wish that i was in the the machine and you were cutting me open
0: yeah like i i was and watching says, that and i yeah i wish it was you operating on me
2: yeah and which it's is like basically saying i want you to dick yeah. me down yeah
0: but like with a scalpel
2: <laughs> yeah yeah the Circus, the bang bus, and I'm everyone from Circuit 2006.
0: Female, <laughs> the Circus, the casting coach. And every but...
2: hitchhiker who's just like, I just need a ride to church or a Catholic school or whatever those fucking things were. I don't know, I didn't really engage with that media, but I was aware it existed.
0: Well, cause, yeah, it gets memed.
2: Yeah. And uh, another thing about the surgery is the new sex part. And I've seen at least a couple people kind of allude to this um, on uh, Twitter, but this really feeds into what Cronenberg was saying about uh, political restriction on what people can do with their body in terms of like, for example, trans people. I think uh, in a way it can be read as uh, a literal gesture towards medicalized gender transition. Like, you are... if you listen to the the transphobes at least, which is like, mm. you're mutilating your body and that's wrong. But the movie positions those guys as the fucking cops in this movie. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, we're not supposed to empathize with them. And when you see the ecstasy that uh, Tensor is going through as his body is changing, like when he's in the circ unit, I think that that almost shows the way that trans people who are Seeking medical transition feel by being able to do so, not in the literal sense of like cut me open, dog. Pain I'm is pleasure, enjoy this. but yeah, in the no sense <laughs> of like I am reconfiguring the body in a way that makes sense to me. Yeah, and society says that's wrong, but uh, so I think that that's kind of mixed in, and with the conflict with Timlin, that that really sort of shows uh, society's pressure to not engage in that, like, to
0: just repress it.
2: Yeah, she wants to have surgery done on her. She's obsessed with it. Um, and she wants this man to do it. Yeah. And she's so ashamed of it at the same time. And so I think that that's like, you know, it, 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 I don't think it's a coincidence that that kind of mirrors a bit of the cultural moment we're unfortunately in right Mm -hmm. now. You know,
0: well, then I also think like I maybe haven't seen this as much, but aren't there like it, you know people who have no fucking clue what they're talking about obviously, but who try to say that like oh, getting these surgeries is like a fetish, like it's the surgery itself that's the appeal and yeah. lining up that like autogynephilia bullshit and whatever and Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I'm sure that it's like super hot to like go and have major surgery and have to spend weeks recovering and being in pain and not able to like live your life normally because it's on hold to heal from this major procedure you have. Like, yeah, that sounds like a super just like, yeah, that sets the mood. (laughs)
2: uh, uh, I I think that this that this movie does kind of start with that. Like, I don't think the movie's saying that this is the the, the movie. But there is that conflation of uh, sex with the transformation of the body, like the actual act of transforming. So it would, and I think like with the pain
0: too, but I mean, if, if like this idea that like you can't, or if most people can't experience pain, then there's, I think even if you don't have the pain itself, there's still the exhilaration of knowing like I'm transcending what it used to mean to be human. And I'm, you know, probably I could, I'm in danger. I could still bleed out. I could still get, you yeah. know, like these complications could happen, but these kind of built-in warning signs that the body usually has are absent, and so yeah, I could see it being exhilarating and thrilling. Yeah,
2: uh, but but I also think the movie isn't actually siding with that idea. Of, no, like, I, I think the, the sex and stuff, yeah. like you're saying, because later in the movie, we when we'll get to this, we do see essentially quote unquote post-op people yes. that are they're freed. They feel yes. free by this. And I think that that is really where the, um, a lot of it is kind of stuck in together. And I think that's kind of calling out that gross, uh, like you used the the phrase autogynophilia, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know, that's the idea that, uh, super pervert Blanchard and not the good kind of pervert put forth <laughs> of,
0: uh... Yeah, not a good crime is of the future pervert.
2: Bad crimes of the future. Um, that, uh trans women who are heterosexual or, or you know think they're heterosexual as you put it are actually just like sissy gay boys and trans women who, who think they're they're lesbians um are autogynophiles in that it's the sexual thrill of having the female body and you know it pushes this really nasty narrative but i think that that's what the movie's saying that it's weird that these people are condemned for finding pleasure in their new bodies, like, Mm -hmm. uh, like, like Tenser's wrapped with pain as he's growing these new organs, you know, changing his body, and it's like, oh, that's cool how you're just like, he should live with the pain, rather than, than accept the changes, or welcome the changes, and I think that that is just, like, pointing out the bullshit of that talking point so hard in this movie.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and just this expectation of, like, who should have to live with pain versus who... Because, I mean, you see this all the time, if you're in the right spaces, at least, but it's, like, this idea of, like, gender-confirming medical care. It's, like, the majority of gender-confirming medical care is provided to cis people, whether that uh, is hormone replacement after menopause, whether that is cosmetic surgery to make you, you know, bigger breasts. You have this, like, $75,000 surgery now that can make men taller,
2: I was just going to say that, like, that, how is that not a gender-affirming surgery, given that it seems it literally very is. much born out of, uh, born out of that whole, like, short king not being enough, I need to be taller,
0: Yeah, or, like, I need to be more feminine and have a more feminine physique and have bigger curves and get a Brazilian butt lift because my body isn't enough for, like, the current beauty standard. Yeah. Sorry, that that sounded judgmental. I don't mean that to... But I mean, like, in terms of, like, the insecurities that can be fostered by this... Yeah. I I mean, it's a the whole, like, Instagram face and body is, like, a whole separate topic, but... Yeah, this idea that we can have these ideals for cis people that they should be free and empowered to pursue if they so choose and if they have enough money for it. But then the very simple, like, well, not simple in terms of procedure, but simple of like, I want, just want my body and my, you know, physical characteristics to match who I feel like and who I am. It's like, oh, that's, ooh, doctors shouldn't be allowed to do that.
2: No, I totally get you, and uh, on the judgment part, uh, I think that it's fair to judge in the terms of, it. it like you said, it's 100% acceptable for cis people yeah. to just do it because they want to. And they don't need, um, like, like, you uh,
0: know, counseling beforehand, and two psychologists or psychiatrists yeah. to sign off that they're mentally sound to have these procedures, like...
2: The cops kick that. the door in and it's like, all right, Tensor, you're under arrest. You don't have two letters from a psychiatrist.
0: <laughs> you're spreading dangerous gender ideology.
2: Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, I think like this was stuff that was just jumping out of the movie at, mm-hmm. uh, at me when I was watching. I think that's why I felt so pleased with it when the credits rolled, even though I do have a few gripes with how it ends. But <laughs> we'll get to that, too. But Yeah. So this whole sequence, I think, really works. Like, that's a great economy of storytelling, which mm-hmm. is you know, something a lot of people are obsessed with. I mean, I am in the sense that I love a good 80-minute movie. But yes. uh, this sequence does so much while also just being sort of a, a, a set piece, like a very Cronenbergian set piece to watch. Mm-hmm. Because um, all this stuff we said specifically in terms of trans medical care... This is uh, further reaching than that, I think. I think that that's one reading, that's not the only reading, and not to say, therefore, the trans reading is wrong, but it's like there are multiple readings to be derived from this movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially the sequence. Oh, and I guess there's one little bit that comes up importantly. Uh, I can't remember if it's this performance or the next one, but there's that dude chowing down on the chocolate... Who like he sets the bar down and this other guy picks it up and eats it and then just like pukes up a bunch of blue shit has and a just, seizure like, drops and dies. Dead. Yeah, and then the two uh, technicians are watching. One of them's just like ooh, just like <laughs> makes a bit of a face and just that's it. That's the reaction.
0: Those technicians are fun.
2: Yeah, because see, we get the technicians. I I think it is after the first performance, so maybe that bar scene is at the second. Maybe performance. Yeah. Or yeah, I think they're preparing
0: the this sark and it's like, oh my god, it's a sark.
2: Yeah, they're obsessed our with time. this piece of machinery. To the point that at one point when it's getting adjusted, they just get naked and climb in. And they're like, hey, Caprice, check it out. And she's like, that rules. <laughs> As they're just like lezzing out in this fucking sark. And it's like, ugh. I love, I love that that's not a crime in the future. That makes me happy.
0: Better world is possible.
2: I mean, I, I suppose the like just completely stripping in a room with without the knowledge of the person there and then just being, like, a flasher, essentially. That that, that can be a crime in the future. That's that fine. You know, like, you know, ask first. But she's, mm-hmm. she seems cool with it. She does. Yeah. Uh, those characters. Oh, God. Especially the way that those characters develop is fucking <laughs> wild. But, yeah, so the movie kind of continues on this trend of they're doing these performances and uh, Tensor's also just fighting – the crippling pain like he has that chair that it looks like the weird chair from alien that that big mm-hmm. skeleton dude is in and he's sitting in it as it's jerking him around and he's like trying to eat his breakfast but he can't even stomach it and like the chair is like it's it's essentially the the future version of i'm balancing your humors yes and, You're supposed uh, to like
0: optimize your eating
2: yeah it's fucking i'm just like weird. that would make me
0: seasick looking at that like i wouldn't be able to eat that shit
2: tired Using a civilian wired, using the breakfast chair for sex. <laughs> I don't know why I just said. <laughs> um, there's also a sequence at this point, just quickly jumping back to what we were saying about the first performance there. There's a sequence here where uh, Tensor and Caprice climb into the unit and are fucking. Like they have sex in the unit.
0: But the new sex? Yeah, the
2: new sex. Well, the scalpel's cut into them. And to go back to the, the thematic analysis we were talking about earlier, I, I think that, that that hit a note for me of like the idea of essentially post-operative pleasure, like they're engaging in this new sex, quote-unquote, that is frowned upon by mainstream society. And I don't know, they don't look at it as wrong or weird, even though the new vice probably does. I would think. Yeah. But that scene's also just another, you know, drink. It's another Cronenberg moment where Uh uh, just it's 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 uh, fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Not the most fucked sex act that happens between them, but it's (laughs) fucked. Yes. Oh, and uh, Tensor also is told to, to join the inner beauty pageant where they like judge your organs or something like that. Uh, your new organs, and I love that because that's a Mr. Show sketch. There was a Mr. Show sketch where it's like the <laughs> inner beauty pageant, and they just have like their x-rays and stuff.
0: <laughs> I think I've seen that actually.
2: Yeah, we probably watched it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I would have seen it if you hadn't showed me, so.
2: Fair enough, yeah. Um, but there's a plot twist sort of uh, part way through in terms of Tensor's character.
0: Oh yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's an undercover op.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking fed.
0: Yeah, he's uh, colluding with them to to gather intel on the uh, accelerated evolution community.
2: I definitely did not see that coming.
0: Yeah, that that surprised me, especially yeah. given that he's set up as being this sort of like such so transgressive, so yeah. like you know, seemed to thumb his nose at the at the new vice law and whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's one of those cases of like, look you can either help us or we can make you disappear.
2: Yeah, very well could have been. Kind of things. like he is the people they're investigating genuinely in terms of the organ stuff. Yes. Even if the rest is a put-on, which I don't think it is, the movie really, I mean, it explicitly calls it out that They're like, you sound like you're starting to believe this stuff. And he's just like, well, to be good at going undercover, you have to start to believe a little. Yeah,
0: at least a part of you has to believe it.
2: Little of belief as a treat. Yes. But yeah, so he's investigating this, and that includes getting into the inner beauty pageant. And he's investigating this doctor who does body modifications that makes the new sex more convenient. And then we get a scene that if people hadn't walked out yet, I bet this is what made people walk out of the theater.
0: I can only imagine.
2: You care to you care to share both what the scene was and then what you fucking leaned over and said. So
0: he shows up to back at, to see Caprice after meeting with this doctor who convinces him to enter this pageant. Now yeah. Caprice, I will mention, doesn't has no idea he's he's an undercover cop or whatever informant, yeah, yeah. I guess we should say. And uh, so he shows, and okay, this is bad, but like the thing that I thought of was. So you know how in high school biology, you have to dissect, like, a baby calf or a baby sheep or whatever? Yeah, we
2: did a fetal pig in my... Oh, sorry, fetal... Class. Yeah,
0: that's it, fetal pig. That's it, yeah, a fetal, like, livestock animal. And I remember my teacher saying, like, oh, yeah, for the animals that produce this, they basically, like, have, like, a zipper installed that they can just, like, zip it open, take out the fetus, and then, like, zip your shirt again.
2: Oh, Jesus. Kind of thing. That's horrible. And I would just
0: I would just like to add that I went to Catholic school, and this was the same teacher who had an exam question about um, a hypothetical couple that they were getting like genetic counseling or whatever, and they were afraid that if their fetus had um, XYY syndrome, that he would be at a higher risk of being you know a violent offender or what you know whatever the beliefs were about that that have apparently since then been largely answered proved to be unsubstantiated
2: well the I don't only... know that was the that was in an early 70s Argento movie so it I must know be right true.
0: so the question was about like okay like uh, it had all these 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 questions and then the, the last and so I guess the, the couple had decided like well if, if it is x y y we're gonna we're gonna terminate and so it you know it was one of those questions where it's like has like part A, part B, part, and like, you know, whatever with like different aspects that you answer. And then the last question was, would they be justified?
2: I love how it just turned into an ethics class. Of yeah, I know. Yeah, and not even, class. not
0: even like a, not even like, is this medically ethical? It, it was just like, is this like morally ethical? And it's like, please. So anyway, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, so you can just like unzip, you know, perform zipper abortions on fucking livestock animals, but we're super pro-life here. Right. Give me a fucking break. Anyway, um, this is to say that tensor had a little like peekaboo zipper window installed in his in his abdomen, and it's just like a little peep show. Like you can just like if like ooh, take a little peep.
2: Oh fuck.
0: But naturally, caprice is like, oh, I'm gonna. So okay, literally when they show this, I was like, oh, someone better like. Wouldn't it be funny and wild if someone like stuck their tongue in it? I guess what Caprice immediately, like, bends down to do...
2: Like, yeah, you know, there's, uh... And it's it the like,
0: optics of, like, you're about to, like, give a blowjob.
2: Yeah, it plays like a blowjob scene. It then cuts to really the like, going, ugh, and, like, like ugh. leaning his head back.
0: While well, she's, like, tonguing his incision.
2: And I think and... the part that pushed it over the top for me is he's just, like, <laughs> careful, don't spill.
0: <laughs> right? Like, make sure you swallow.
2: Ugh. Oh. Uh, uh. What what did you say? You leaned Girl, over? I leaned
0: over, and I was just, like... Who need they 8
2: <laughs> I'm so glad we were alone in the theater because I. was I like, wouldn't
0: have said it out loud if we weren't.
2: <laughs> I was cradling my face, laughing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's and kind then of the...
0: I and then I corrected myself to say that they're and Bussy, I think. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and the uh, genesis
2: me. of this episode title. So David yeah, Cronenberg. Like, well, we have a title now. If you're listening, that is why we used this title.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, it's just because you depicted this act in your movie, and it yep. inspired us.
2: Yep. He has a history of Cronenberg, Like, you got that in Videodrome?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All over the place, in Cronen... Naked lunch. You <laughs> meet the Cronenberg fisted, like, auto-fisting, uh, reaching into oneself, and, yeah, we love Cronenberg here. He's a yeah, cool guy.
2: Definitely. <laughs> uh, jeez. So, um, essentially where this movie goes with this is that there's, this is when it finally kind of loops back to the plastic-eating kid.
0: In, yes, because at yeah. some point, the uh, dad of the kid he sees Tensor and he's like, "Hey, so I have my dead kid's body." Yeah, he
2: he fucking pulls a stand by me. He's like, "Hey, want to see a dead body?" Yeah,
0: he's like, he's like, I, he's like, "Yeah, have you ever thought about doing like a live autopsy?" And he's like, "Uh, I can't say I have." And he's like, yeah. "Well, I have a body for you. It's like a really special body. It's my son." Yeah, it's like my autopsy. ex-wife. Murdered, and I have his body, and you should cut into it as live performance art. And tense just like, "What the fuck?"
2: And then Caprice is just like, "Ooh, can <laughs> I do it?"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to do it. I want to be involved. And so he's like, "What? Like, why would you?" Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, tense Like, he, you know, doesn't break his undercover. But just like, why would anybody want this? And the guy's like, "Well, to like." show the truth. Like to, you know, they're trying to cover this up. Like my kid, what, you know, was, was
2: oh, like sorry. us. Just, uh, just, just as an aside, cause I don't think you mentioned it is the dad is the guy who is eating those chocolate bars.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yes. And so he, you know, he's, he's part of the underground community of the like evolutionary, The evolutionarily accelerated and this is possibly
2: one of my favorite aspects of the movie and I was so hoping it would go here when it started turning into that but their evolutions it's that they can't eat normal food they can only eat plastic and waste because they've evolved to survive this hellscape of a planet that we've created for ourselves they eat our own industrial waste for sustenance and it's how, how they survive
0: i loved this so much because like it just it creates this sort of like paradox of like and i I love it so okay so you have the idea that like you said before where you have these people growing these new organs and they're like oh can are they even human anymore and this idea that if people can like subsist off of this completely unnatural thing that should kill them does that are they still human but at the same time this toxic this plastic this waste and stuff we've generated it's uniquely human in the sense that no other species does this it's a human created byproduct and right. so it's this paradox of like it's completely inhuman but at the same time it's completely uniquely human in that like no other species would do it. Th- it's human in the sense that like yeah we didn't produce it with our bodies or whatever in the same way but like we our minds enabled us to produce it Given our human brains and our, our human our, abilities.
2: Our evolutionary advantage is always like down to our intellect. Yes. It very much it, is a yeah. product of evolution because we thought it is. of it yeah. or at least a
0: byproduct. Yes,
2: yes. Because
0: I, I think of um like I remember seeing our you know, when I was kind of like dabbling in like vegetarianism, veganism, ethics, oh what do I do kind of thing and really interested in that. And seeing, you know, people are like, Well I mean I, I think it's been established that like humans have a very like omnivore digest, digestive tract and stuff mm-hmm. where we have like yeah we don't have the same kind of like teeth and digestive tract as full-on carnivores but we also are also not identical to Full those herbivores. like herbivores yeah. where some kind of hybrid in between that we can we can digest both yeah a lot of people do best with a combination of both but they don't have to kind of thing and I remember, like, they're like, oh, well, you know, we, we're not predators in the sense that we don't have, like, claws and teeth and, like, whatever. And someone's like, yeah, no, our weapon is our brain, is our mind, is our ability to make tools and make weapons and use them. And, like, that's our yeah. weapon, is our, like you said, our intellect.
2: It's how we survived.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's how we create, like, novel, like, yeah, we don't have these things as part of our, like, physical, like, phenotypical body, but we have the ability to make use of... Our environment and our and the things around us to be tools for our use
2: right yeah, that that's this all over with this underground yes. cell that and that's the other thing about why they're an underground cell. I mean, why he wants the live autopsy with his son is because they basically want to go public.
0: Well yeah, because the the thing that's unique about a son is so for everybody else, this is something that has developed after they've been born. So well it's... actually
2: this is uh, another thing too. yeah, I'm well actually you on the podcast um, <laughs> is uh, in this sequence they reveal they've had surgery to embrace this version of That's themselves. right. And uh, yes. you know that that wasn't nothing in my queer reading of a Absolutely. Movie. It's better yeah. for them. you know they, they've realized, yes. they've eschewed the the old way that was not serving them in order yes. to live a more full life.
0: And that, if they're anything like tensor, was probably causing them immense pain. Yeah. And suffering. But anyway, so he, yeah, he reveals he had surgery. And so a lot of the times, like, these, these, um, you know, these organs and stuff, they develop after you're born, after you developed, after, like, your genetic material is all there kind of thing. It's like a change that happens throughout the lifespan. Whereas the thing that was unique about the boy is that he was born with the ability to digest plastic and toxic waste. Yeah. And so, cause I remember Tensor being like, well, how can you inherit, like, you don't, you know, you don't, chop oh, yeah, I remember finger, like,
1: yeah. yeah, you don't
0: chop off a finger and then your offspring are born without that finger. It makes me think of like when, um, you know, again, high school biology class where you're talking about heritability, you're like, you know, if you injure your leg and you have a limp for the rest of your life and then you go on to like have kids, your kids aren't going to be born with a limp. Yeah. Like these, this is not a heritable care. Ki- so he's like, so Tensor's just like, how the fuck did this thing that, presumably developed in during your throughout your lifespan due to some kind of abnormality whether that was because i I get the sense they don't know what it is they don't know is it exposure to environmental pollutants that alter your genetic like expression like who knows what it is so the idea that this thing that usually happens later in life was actually born into this kid like this kid was born with this with these unique organs he didn't develop them Mm -hmm. spontaneously that changes everything yeah because then that go the idea of like oh are you still human? It's like well he this child was born of a seemingly normal human mother and an evolutionarily sped up father. Then again it complicates that I like oh are you becoming something less? It's like well he was born this way. Yeah, in a human way. So like holy shit.
2: I love that scene too. I I absolutely love whenever Cronenberg gets into science mm-hmm. and he does it in that distinctly way where it's like. Yeah, you could call it pseudoscience, but at the same time, it's so crazy that it's like, this is crazy (laughs) enough to work. (laughs) Right? God, yeah, that that sequence is great.
0: Yeah, so it's this, yeah, it's all of a sudden, it's like, okay, it's not something that's happening to humans during their lives. It's like, it's happening in utero now. It's happening on a genetic level to the sense that it becomes a heritable characteristic Mm -hmm. to humans that don't exist yet. Right. And that's, that's what he's wanting to reveal He's, yeah. a, he's like, we you know, we're underground. And so not only are we, like, maybe revealing that we're embracing this and that, yeah, with the, like, we're embracing that we've taken this on as our destiny, not as something to be fought. But also it's happening to, like, humans can be born with this trait now. Right. And that's what he wants to blow the lid off of is this, this new thing that, like, nobody knows because yeah. they've, well, I think in part been hiding it to protect themselves. Right. But also, like, the the cop guy is like, yeah, no, we're, that's one of the things that like, we're not letting the public know this. They can't know this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause of, uh, the, the autopsy and it's just like, it, they Pinocchio his ass. He's just a real boy inside. Yes.
0: Well, cause that's so, so cause what I thought happened was,
2: um, well actually no. Yeah. Cause there's tattoos all over. Yeah.
0: I so I, cause I, cause I thought that cause the function of the tattoos was to as part of that registration and identifying, like, this is a novel organ that developed after they were born.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's another case where the, yeah, the, the understanding, where my understanding of it was like, okay, this means that he was registered and that it was like, this happened after he was born kind of thing. Yes. But then I saw something that's like, oh, no, he's like swapped with like normal organs and just looks like a normal. Like,
1: yeah. That's what maybe there's a combination the of
0: both. Ah. Yeah. But then it's like, how? He didn't have the like, Weird input yeah. jack thing in his guts. The way the Isn't others do. is that just
2: great? When it's just like I'm a human glory and like <laughs> Camblin is just like fucking it with that device while licking her lips, and it's like this this rules.
0: And just like stimulating her eye.
2: Yeah. The <laughs> aristocrats.
0: What a scene.
2: What, what a what a movie. Um, what a visual. And the dad when he uh, runs out. And he's crying. He's like, no, no, it's all fucked. The lesbian technicians show up behind him, and holy shit! Well, we find out a bit earlier that they're actually like assassins working for someone, trying to take down this group because the surgeon who installs the zipper, they uh, go in to fix his breakfast chair, and when they. they leave shortly after, and then it cuts to him there with, like, a bullet hole in his head or something like that.
0: So there's something bleeding, and he is yeah. not alive. Yeah, well, in it's this scene, blood.
2: Uh, they go, you know, they, they, they do the whole, like, couple who slays together stays together thing as they <laughs> drill or kill the back of his head at the same time with these huge and Can I just drills.
0: say, it is Pride Month, so they slay.
2: Yeah, and that, <laughs> that scene is so vicious, because it's just, like, power drills to the fucking brainstem. Gore everywhere. And then they just, like, pull him out, and the dude beefs it down the stairs, like, <laughs> hard. And then they just skip down the stairs together and kick yeah, his head a little like, bit to make sure he's dead. It's like, no, he's alive. He's fucking fine. You drilled his brain, things. and he's totally fine.
0: Yeah, just gonna, like, skip away together holding hands.
2: Yeah. Oh, there's an energy to it. <laughs> and that's another thing. I <laughs> it's aspirational. I love that the lesbians are allowed to be completely psychotic in this movie just because right? without it being... A comment on their queerness it's just no they just they're, are they're gay and they're psychos. <laughs> yes
0: yeah, so we support women's rights and women's wrongs
2: <laughs> i love it Ugh. <laughs> uh, um and it's shortly after that that we get the ending of the movie mm-hmm. and um
0: yeah because so it's worth noting that in his meeting with this with the dad tense like the, the dad tells tensor he's like he, he kind of has that whole like it almost oh, makes sorry. Think of
2: like we forgot something that's very important going up to this. Um, the bars, what are they?
0: They are like melted down plastic waste byproduct. Like, yeah. L- yeah, like think think it's like a bar made of the microplastics that are accumulating in our
2: bodies. Basically, yeah, it's like this purple goo, uh, yes. and they they harden into these bars, and that's what they eat to subsist yeah, on. and like that's p- what the guy, the normal guy, ate earlier and fucking died from.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so, in revealing, like this is what they like. This is what we can do. This is what we eat. Um, it's almost the sort of like like Morpheus and Neo kind of moment where like the dad who has the bar, he's like, "Well, tense. You know, you should try one of these. I think it'll change your life." Like,
1: yeah.
0: Like he knows some. Like like Tenser is obviously suffering and in pain and kind of like isn't sure like, like what he's removing these organs because or one for the performance art, he's but then been also blocked. Yeah, he's been clocked and he's been offered the red pill. Yeah. And so it's like like cause it, but because I mean we saw this guy die, so it's like, okay, why are you offering this thing to this guy who will probably will probably kill him? But yeah, he's been clocked and he's like, here, have this, it'll crack your egg. And it's kinda like, yeah. ooh, I don't know if I wanna do not that. Ready for that. Like that's that's kind of scary. Yeah. And so yeah, it's a sort of like this like guy who, who like sees something in Tensor and is like, I know what you are. And I can tell you what you are, but maybe you need to experience it for yourself. Here, take this.
2: This guy has essentially clocked tensor and...
0: Yes. Yeah. And he's like, here, try my... Here, sir, have some candy.
2: <laughs> when you put it that way. Come
0: over here. I want you to meet some of my friends.
2: That's... Oh, oh you're being... You're, you're a little freak about it now. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this goes into the end scene.
0: Well, because I remember, like, towards the end, because they want to take down the cell, which is led by the dad, and then the dad gets assassinated, and the cop is like, yeah, I don't know who did that. Like, that wasn't really... Yeah,
2: there's there's a lot more going on. than There
0: is, and I mean, he could just be lying to Tensor, like, you don't know who to trust, but he could also just be like, yeah, I have no fucking clue what's happening. We did not anticipate that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot... There's a, There are a lot of stakes and moving parts in this future full of crimes.
2: And none of and it that, feels and, yeah. spelled out for you, too. No. It's funny, I didn't it's... feel this movie was spelled out, and I didn't feel it was particularly difficult to decipher either. No.
0: I mean, I needed to, like, sit with it a bit longer yeah. and kind of have it go like, oh, yeah, okay, that, that was that. and
2: But, yeah, so what is this uh, ending now that we've got all these uh, irons in the fire?
0: you do it since you
2: <laughs> okay we see tensor in the breakfast chair and he's yes. trying to chow down on this thing and he is in so much agony he can't even stomach the food as he's just being like whipped back and forth in this, this chair and caprice hands him the plastic bar and gives it to him and he just like basically is like i've got nothing else i'm in so much agony and i can't yeah. even eat i need this. What's and the worst that could happen? Exactly. He's like, it's like, it's not going to be worse than where I'm at now. Pretty much. So he eats it. And then we get this shot. Yeah, he takes a face. bite
0: and he like chews yeah. it and swallows it.
2: And then like, he stops the chair. I, I think like right before this or something, like the chair stops and he's just sitting there. It's just like still scene, and his face turns to one of absolute rapture
1: as yes. he's eating
2: this, like tears in his eyes kind of thing, huge smile. And then the movie ends right there. Yeah. And that's where I think you're just like, okay, in the theater. And I was a bit stunned, too. When when that scene was playing out and the bar came out, I was just like, this is how it ends. Like, I figured that was going to be the end of the movie. Especially because it had been going for a while. Yeah. Um, And my takeaway from that ending immediately, and I still kind of stand by this to an extent, is I would have loved more of uh, the the different irons we had in the fire, specifically the big dangling thread, and maybe this is just because of my obsession, is I really wanted to see what happened with Timlin. Because at least right. this point where yeah. Timlin is so conflicted about what she's doing that she almost wants to report. But at the same time, uh, Timlin is the one that... That's right, they pin the autopsy thing on Timlin. They're like, she yes. got in there and did this. Because, yeah, the registration all over the organs. Yeah, You know she's going to do something big. But we never see her again in the movie. I mean, there's not That's tons right. of movies about that, her. But yeah, like and I mean, yeah, I, like, I guess
0: she's at the autopsy and he, the guy's like, "Oh, you came. You actually yeah. like made it up. But like, yeah, in terms of like,
2: I really wanted to see past the
0: reveal. Going. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. We never there's see
2: definitely
0: how she... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: And that was the big hanging thread. I, I do like that they didn't feel the need to show everything. I like movies that yes. live with ambiguity because we're talking about it so much afterwards. You know, right. if it's like, let's put a pin in everything. It's done. Full stop. Boom. It'd be less interesting after the movie's watched, I think. Um, but this sequence... It really, I felt they did a really good job of wrapping up the themes of the movie with this Mm -hmm. one scene too. Kind of like that first autopsy, opening up so many different threads. This scene closes a lot of them. And one of the things that I found this scene did the most uh, for me, and specifically in terms of this trans reading, is this shows how much how much pain and difficulty comes with trying to conform to society's expectations. He's expected mm-hmm. to live through the pain so he can be normal and eat normal food and do normal things and have and a not normal not make
0: life. not make the vi- the new vice police uncomfortable.
2: Exactly, and it's exactly, and um, his pain. doesn't Like yeah, this matter. idea
0: that like you can endure all of this suffering and this pain so as to not make normal people feel uncomfortable and start questioning yeah. things and wondering if their reality is maybe not like as set in stone as they think it is, or as the same as everybody else's.
2: Yeah. And, and you mentioned earlier how most people don't feel pain. That's the perfect allegory for this. Like, you know, like, if you read that as cis people, it's like, they're not in this kind of agony. They don't even understand it.
0: They can't even begin to fathom it.
2: And, um, he's so trapped in this kind of, uh, mindset that, you know, he's actively causing more pain to himself. By relying on society's structures, which is essentially these devices, and forcing himself to be this way, forcing himself to be quote unquote normal
0: and uh, also assuming that the changes are negative because well like one of the things that yeah. I think he's asked at one point is like, why do you keep removing these organs? why don't you just let it run its course and he's like because like Our current framework for understanding something like that would be, it's, like, it's a tumor, it's a cancer, it's something that's going to be harmful and to kill you. So, of course, you would remove it, because that's just, like, standard best practice.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, definitely. And, like, doesn't that say a lot, too? Like, it's, you know, he he thinks that it's got automatically going to be harmful because of that, like, societal messaging. And it's when he finally... And,
0: like, to be fair, like... I'm very glad that that like in our current, like, you know, world where we don't have accelerated evolutionary syndrome, as far as I'm aware, like, yeah, I'm very glad that if we detect an abnormality, it's like, let's investigate yeah. that further and let's make sure that it's not going to kill yeah. you. Like, I think that's a general percent oh, in, in
2: the more literal sense of like, <laughs> yeah. these are organ sprouting yes. I, I would agree. Um, In the more yes,
0: like at the very least, like identify it and investigate it further to try and figure out what's going on and to make sure that we can promote your health. But yes, in the more figurative sense, I
2: think yes,
0: and 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 that and I think yeah, if you take it uh, that sort of theme of like normalizing and like we have to like of maintaining normativity and like the value of it as opposed to the like kind of the the logical function of like yeah, we don't want to die as opposed to the like moral imperative to like you have to be human. And what we mean as human is this very strictly defined, yes. like your body has to be like this. And
2: the, and the fact that it is whether you're human or not so chillingly hits this cultural moment mm-hmm. where it, like it's, I, I, the it really dehumanization does. going on is severely upsetting yeah. at minimum kind of thing, like ridiculously harmful. Yeah. Um, but he, he does take that step. He, he bites the bar and you see how happy he is. And it's essentially that realization that he can go forward without living with these constraints and these structures that have been hurting him more than helping him that he's felt mm-hmm. that he must adhere to. And that, to me, like, really solidified that. It's like, yeah, there very much is a trans reading in this movie. Uh, just as there's, right. like, as he said, That's very much in there in terms of the politics, both specifically and both in the broader sense of who gets to tell you how you live your life, especially when it's your life, you know, like cancer isn't going around being like, I'm going to do surgery on all the eggs out there. You know.
0: Well, exactly. Or even I'm thinking like the cell that the underground, it's it's not people who are trying to like convert others or force them to be able to like, I mean, they say, uh, they're like, you know, this is the future of humanity. Like, of course, we're going, you know, we're going to evolve to in response to the environment we've created. Yes. But that being said, they're not like we're going to force everybody to like, have surgery to make their digestive tract. They're, like, it it really is just like, we have a right to exist.
2: Yeah. Exactly
0: is the fundamental, yeah, like, that's what's upsetting to the new vice. It's like, ooh, these guys, like, they're existing a little too much. Like, yikes. And uh, the
2: other thing that I think is because if surgery is the new sex, and um, there is a sex scene where they're specifically doing surgery on their body, and at one point he even says, I don't even know how to do it the old way.
0: Yeah, he's like, I'm, like, not really, like, good at the old way. Yeah, anymore. after
2: Timlin just becomes the freakiest little freak all over his face. Yeah.
0: He's ready to jump his bones. Yeah. Um,
2: and then that, after, you know, eating the bar, as you said, taking the red pill, or, or in the metaphor of, like, you know, ex- <laughs> the egg cracking kind of thing. Um, yes. That ecstatic uh, look on his face, it's, it's hard to not read some sex in there, given that the movie is so enamored with sex as a concept like you know Mm -hmm. it's the same face he's making to a more subdued degree at least in those performances while surgery is being performed yes and i think that is almost like an okaying not that it needs to be like this is okay but society would say that otherwise of like the the post-op body being allowed to experience pleasure kind of thing like it's, it's basically a condemnation of uh, like, like was brought up the autogynephilia argument, where it's just like, no, this is good, that this is happening for him, this is a good ending. Like, I would say this movie has, in its own fucked up way, a very happy ending. Right,
0: or at least an optimistic one. Yeah,
2: optimistic's a good word. It's like,
0: full of possibility. Yeah, no, because I just keep thinking of, there's that, um, I won't say viral, but it's going around that screenshot of that Letterbox review of this movie, yeah. where it's talking about how it's like fundamentally conservative and like David Cronenberg is just like scared. You know, it's it's transphobic and he's scared so of like it's so Everyone yeah. I'm like okay, there's nothing,
2: but that that opinion yeah. is like d- maybe double down on thinking we need to record this episode because fuck, this
0: is a trans movie. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's one of those. Like, I think that's a really like.
2: Imagine calling Cronenberg conservative. Yeah,
0: I, I think like yeah to call it fundamentally conservative, I think is is a really like, I can't think of a better word. So sorry for saying this, but lazy reading. Yeah. Like, I think if if this movie has any crime, and if you can even call it that, it's it's that it's incredibly ambivalent. Yes. It's just it's that's it's ambivalent yeah. it's not saying if it's good or bad and that's up to you to interpret because you have our interpretation where we're like wow look, like, what an optimistic yeah. ending whereas you'd probably have somebody who's like oh my god oh no this is the worst thing that yeah. could have happened to him because now it means that he's a freak
2: yeah and uh, I think ambivalent over ambiguous is the correct word choice for sure because if the movie does have like the,
0: yeah there's ambiguity to it too but but,
2: but yeah the movie really does but... kind of present multiple like conflicting things like, Caprice's yeah, character like, uh, your is own so conflicted throughout this movie. Like, really wants to dive into the surgery thing, really has, like... Like, I felt... I, that's what I got from Caprice is it kept going back and forth, like... Yeah. That sort of, um... I don't know, it was weird. She was in a weird position in this movie, I think.
0: She was... Like, I remember thinking, like, you know, she's this, like... She's so edgy, and she's so, like, living on the edge and stuff. And then when she's doing that autopsy, she has this very, like, poignant, like all of a sudden really reconnected to humanity and was like this poor boy was killed by his mother and like i don't know that that it's she not to say she loses but it's very different from that sort of like performance art like the persona she sort of gives off where it's like i'm living on the edge and i don't give a fuck like this i'm embracing this and now all of a sudden it's this kind of like conflict is reintroduced and like yeah, the, this sense of, like, oh, my God, like, I don't even know if I can go through with this. This is horrible. And as I'm doing this, I'm feeling profound emotions at this, this bit, this, the loss here.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it, it just, it just brings back this, it's this very, like, like a human moment where it's, like, of course she feels that way. But given how she was presented throughout the movie, you're, like, I don't know. Like, the fact that she actually went through with this as a performance, yeah. like, is that, like, okay, she is still in touch with that humanity. Yeah in herself but it was a lot more ambiguous before yes
2: oh fuck yeah this movie's got so much going on to it, <laughs> it
0: really does
2: <laughs> yeah uh but that's kind of why I, I always go back to Cronenberg movies I know uh I always cited him as my favorite director back when I was in high school and you know yeah it made me sound cool mm. but at the same time I genuinely meant because <laughs> I, I wasn't cool I enough genuinely meant it
0: I didn't really know about him yet no that's totally fair I and
2: uh yeah. The only reason I say it in past tense is there's other people that are contenders. It's not that he's fallen that much. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, you know, right. Argento's out there. I hadn't quite discovered Argento yet. And John Waters would have been way off because I assumed I was just some little weird of straight. I thought I was a straight little freak. Turns out I'm not, but you know.
0: <laughs> so it was like way freakier than I thought, just in a different yeah, way. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I am tenser eating the purple shit. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Anything else you wanted to say on Crimes of the Future?
0: Um, I don't know. Just it's like I would say, just it's it's very like yet yeah, like yes, this is Cronenberg. Yeah. This is yes.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm a sicko in the window again. Yeah.
2: Um, did this discussion change how you feel about the movie at all? Or
0: um, I think I. I'll, From when, like, if we had had this, like, right after the movie, probably... I I think I'd been sitting with it a lot more and being like, oh, yeah. Like, I think a lot of this stuff was already percolating. And so I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that was really good. Okay,
2: cool, cool. I'm I'm glad.
0: this is just... If anything, I... yeah, like, this hasn't necessarily changed anything so much as, like, cemented gotcha. and reaffirmed, like, what I because, yeah, it was one of the things I got, out, I was like, okay, but then I was like, no, I need to yeah. sit with it. It's going to be one of those ones that I have to just, like,
2: it felt It felt digest. very Titan like that. Like, I love Titan right out of the yeah. gates, but the longer oh I sat God, with yes. it, the more I liked it. It was like, oh, fuck.
0: I need to revisit that one, really. Um,
2: yeah, I, I, I'm down to watch it anytime. No, I'm sure
0: I want to revisit this one at yeah. some point.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah, I, if you couldn't tell, really liked this movie. And of course, in our fashion, Mm -hmm. had to really, like, I mean, there's already been stuff said about this movie, even stuff about the queer reading, but I figured, what's the point in doing a queer horror podcast if we don't really rip that part of it open and see what's going on? Zip, unzip that part and eat eat the uh, queer reading of of this uh, movie. Um, Uh, shit. Recommendation time? Yeah. yeah. All
0: right. What if uh, What have you got? Um, on the th- the theme of transhumanism and being a cyborg and this sort of like, you know, what it uh, to what extent like is it still human versus is it human because it's a human invention and adding things into your body and all of these things. I thought of um 2018's upgrade.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where it's it's not quite as like. It's a lot more cut and dry because you know it's not spontaneously generated organs but it is like a brain implant yeah. that makes you a superhuman <laughs> in some ways yeah yeah and this embracing of this like cyborg future mm. but what could go wrong yeah
2: very cyberpunk yeah. yeah um it's funny first time we watched that i remember not really liking it and then when i i watched mm. it a second time i was like that's kind of weird that you reacted so tepidly to it before because the parts that pop really right. pop.
0: Maybe because, like, since, I was going to say, since we watched it the first time, because I've, I've only seen it the first time, you know, you had it come out where, like, Elon Musk's, like, neural link thing, they implanted it in monkeys, and it made them fucking, like, kill themselves because it was so torturous oh, God. and stuff, yeah. so maybe, maybe there's just a little more, like, real-life applicability that's, like,
2: Ugh. yeah Plus, the action <laughs> sequences makes... are fun. You know, it's, it's like are, the, yes. the, the blood and guts version of a John Wick fight scene.
0: Totally. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's, like, the, like... Like malignant. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Good recommendation. It's uh, a one I imagine since you said you've only seen it once, probably worth rewatching yourself. yeah. Re-watch yeah. It. My recommendation is going to be an apple that didn't fall far from the tree. It is Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor, and the reason, oh, want... yeah. yeah, it's so good. I love that when I uh, got the 4K, I got a signed copy.
1: Oh, that yeah, because really was...
2: uh, I ordered it through Diabolic and they're like, we have a limited number of signed slips that we will just be putting on some of the pre-orders
0: and I got one so I was very happy about that
2: anyway so the reason I think this fits and I'm not gonna try and spoil possessor at all go watch it it's fantastic
0: it's so good good.
2: but the idea of how technology shapes identity and humanity that's that's where I saw because originally before seeing crimes of the future the vibe I was getting I was thinking we could do an episode that was that and possessor and then, mm. you know, the more, as soon as I saw Crimes of the Future and we started thinking about it, I was like, you know what? I don't know that, that that link is as strong as I thought it was going to be. Fair enough. But I think it's strong enough to recommend. Yes. And watch the uncut version. A lot of, a lot of boners.
0: <laughs> that Yeah, that, that's one thing about Crimes of the Future that was like, how come the only character that hangs dong is a dead child?
2: Yeah, it's, it's. It wasn't brave to, to not have Dong City, but you know and
0: no, I had had Bush City, but no, no I'm Dong kinda City. I'm kind of
2: surprised too, because in Eastern Promises, Vigo Mortensen hangs Dong while beating up a bunch of Russian mobsters in a bathhouse. Like that's well, there the you go. The climax of the movie is him just there hanging is Dong. So you know, <laughs> that was that was the one place where I, I think it, it could have been braver. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh well, but this was uh, but I mean maybe,
0: maybe maybe he's like you know david eggers all the time where he's like well i wanted to very well and like our paths wanted to but they just wouldn't let us right
2: right our path is just like let me jerk off for real on camera and i mean onto the camera and it's like no they won't let us do that
0: <laughs> he also uh said that he went on record saying he's like yeah northman was another movie he wanted to hang dong and they just wouldn't let me
2: yeah did you say david eggers because like i think it's robert eggers oh fuck. yeah
0: that's his brother yeah yeah. yeah. i
2: mean the brother is involved in stuff yeah
0: yes but yeah you're right i got the wrong bro i probably did say david my bad
2: yeah well it took me long enough to be like hold on that doesn't sound i think
0: there's an author i like with like the last name is like a letter different or something and by author i like i mean i read one of his books like almost a decade ago and thought it was really good (laughs) Gotcha.
2: well i guess that'll do it for us uh feels good to be back um This was Mm -hmm. our our first time doing a distance record uh, together when it's just us without guests, right? And uh, I'm hoping it works well. You know, knock on wood. And uh,
0: I don't have any wood. Uh, Maybe one of my my plants in the bottom part of the the, the stalk is. Psychically knocking (laughs) on wood. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm manifesting wood to knock on. Yes. Uh,
2: So, yeah, uh, not sure what our release schedule is going to be like. Um, so hopefully two weeks from now, we'll have a new episode. Uh, yeah. Got an idea for one, at least, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll like, another, like, Pride Month one in.
2: Yeah, so, uh, and happy Pride Month, everyone. Don't get en- enraptured with the discourse too much. It will rot your brain.
0: Yeah, it's just, just log <laughs> off.
2: But this was fun week. i really glad we did this episode on this movie. Me so. too. Yeah. And until next time.
0: Take it easy and keep it sleazy.
2: Yeah, just be a weird little guy.
0: Yeah, be a little freak.